This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing, wait, you've never seen The Room? I hate everything about this movie. Um. I hate people who are associated with this movie. I hate the banks that loaned him the money to make this movie. Oh, we'll There's get enough it. hate we'll to get, go around. So we'll get into the financing of this movie, which was solely uh, Tommy Wiseau's money. His own personal... Worst mis- movie Ever. His own personal mysterious fortune. But we should say right off the bat that this is uh, our... Um, you're staring at me, and it's making me uncomfortable, Sorry. so I'm going to look away. Um, so this is our April Fool's Day episode. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, well, there's one movie that's about pranks, and I'm like, ah, eh, you're probably not going to like the one about pranks. And then I'm thinking, wait a minute. What better way to celebrate April Fool's <laughs> April Fool's Day than to watch The Room, which you? I can think of five thousand better ways to celebrate April Fool's Day than watch this movie. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, let me tell you how memorable this movie was. Um, for our trigger warnings, the first thing I wrote down was suicide. <laughs> and- <laughs> That's at the very end. As we were (laughs) about to record this, I said, why did I write down suicide as a trigger warning? You forgot. That That was the most... So Tommy Wiseau wanted to make a movie. Well, I'm just doing trigger warnings right now, so... Oh, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um... Yeah, because... Anyway, go ahead. The, the only other one, the only other trigger warning I have is that Lisa is a liar about domestic abuse, which kind of was pissing me off because yeah, a lot of people that, think that women are liars anyway, so I mean, she it, sucks. We have a man, Tommy was, well, Johnny is the character, but Tommy was, a, was the, the writer, director, and star of this picture. and The guilty party. He's it, uh, an enormous... Uh, uh, misogynist. Clearly. Like, uh, I don't know if that counts as a trigger warning, but like... He's a terrible human being. One of the things I wrote down was... <laughs> let me let me scroll down to it. Uh, Johnny is a creep. That was before I knew... Okay, let me tell you what happened. Okay, you we're, were getting, here. We're getting... But our audience was not here. Okay. So you said, let's watch The Room. And I said, me, trustingly, okay... Let's watch The Room. So, as we're watching it... And also, so, Virginia knew nothing about this movie. Zero. The cult following, none of it. Zero. So, as I'm trying to give this movie the benefit of the doubt, (laughs) I'm writing things down like Johnny is a creep. Like, this was before I knew this was the worst movie ever made. It took you, like, 30 seconds. (laughs) I was going to say 30 seconds 
to realize that Johnny was a creep. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, you figured this out. But yeah, I needed to let you in. I decided to let you in on the fact that this was arguably one of the worst movies ever made. There's no argument. There's no argument. It's the worst movie ever made. Period. The end. For those of us who love to hate Plan 9 from Outer Space. I've never seen that. So. We're probably never going to watch it. Because now. If it's worse than this movie, we will never watch it. You probably don't trust me now. (laughs) I feel like. Again. I I need to say right here that um, I was afraid this movie might put a strain on our relationship. (laughs) Like. And I'm not really joking. (laughs) If you hadn't have told me. (laughs) This is the worst movie ever made. I don't know if I would have been able to make it through another... We literally paused it at like seven or ten minutes and you told me I wouldn't have made it through another ten minutes of that movie. If you hadn't... I would have been... I would have used our first, like, call it quits, Bucking Bronco theory. Would you explain Bucking Bronco, by the way? Because I know at least some people that are listening, I was saying that to them. The idea of Bucking Bronco is... You see how many minutes you can stay on the quote-unquote Bronco, or in this case, the movie, the horrible, horrible movie that you don't... Yes. Like, sometimes you'll turn... Well, I will. <laughs> I will turn something on knowing that it's going to be terrible just to see how long I can last, not unlike a cowboy atop a bucking Bronco. Indeed. So, yes, if I... If you hadn't have told me that... I, I would have pulled out. Like, it was it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, my God. I, I th- We're so getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. But go ahead. So, um, so, uh, wait. One of the trigger warnings you have down here just says terrible, terrible movie. People shouldn't <laughs> watch this movie. <laughs> Don't waste your time. No, there are... Don't waste your brain cells. I told you the other day, this movie is probably playing tonight at the Alamo Draft House. Probably. Weirdos. At, at like a midnight show or a 10 p.m. show. Yes. It, it, yeah, it ha- it's a whole thing. <clears throat> so, what three things... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend like this is a regular episode. What three things did you expect... From this episode, are we gonna just drop the whole format and just we can just no, yell I at each ro- other? No, I wrote okay. things down. Ooh, okay, I feel bad. So, what three I, things did I finish? These are, the, these are the things that I trusted you on. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those episodes where I wish this was actually like we filmed this. True. Because like True. I don't want to look at you <laughs> because I'm embarrassed. Okay, go ahead. Um, I will expect that it's a comedy because this is for our April Fool's Day episode. Kind of is, though. It is kind of not. And secondly? <laughs> I expect that the men are rich because they're wearing sort of black tie collars on the poster. That was not the Which case. Which doesn't make... That poster did not make any it sense. It did not. And I expect it will take place in San Francisco because the Golden Gate Bridge was on the poster. Yes. All poster related. I had zero clue what you were getting me into. <laughs> there were there's one main poster for the uh, for the room which is just a close up of Tommy Wiseau looking like he's going to punch you in the face. Like, I would have punched him in the face. And then there's another one of 
the three main leads yeah. and then San Francisco in the background. See, at first I thought it might be like, um, I thought the colors, the colors were kind of giving me hints that it might have been like, um, like a Regency era, um, sort of historical period piece oh or whatever. Gosh. But then I noticed that, what's her name, Lisa, had spaghetti straps on her dress, and that would not have flown Mm-mm. in Regency. No. Regency era. I'm afraid not. So, did you expect to like this I movie? had no idea. Or not? I no idea whether I should. I was neutral. Oh, see, no one's given this many stars. So, uh, what what is your, what was your experience? How many stars did you give this movie before we started? I gave it my standard three stars because I had no idea what to expect. And what else? You trusted me. I trusted you. You did. You did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like this was... That's why like, I couldn't let... I couldn't let... I couldn't go through the whole movie without explaining... And see, here's the thing. is they're, they're not hearing the commentary that... Because we could not contain... Our commentary in some places, so the audience isn't even getting the full commentary. So we usually do. We usually, um, uh, meaning we usually refrain from right. like just shouting things out. But some things need to be shouted. They do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> so, uh, what was your one sentence TV guide summary? I don't know how it could have been more wrong. Two rich men and one down-to-earth woman accidentally lock themselves into a room and hilarity ensues as they try to escape. (laughs) I had high hopes! Already a 9,000% difference. Uh, uh, Improvement, rather. Against the uh, actual... Okay, so... I think... I feel a need to say right up here, like... The... Go are, ahead. You, are you going to read the IMDb description, or does IMDb just not even bother putting it there's on just there? A, there's just a blank. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the room mm-hmm. is uh, from 2003. Mm-hmm. It is rated R. Uh, <laughs> it is 99 minutes, which I can't even. It felt like it felt like it felt four so hours. So long. It I was have, way more than that. I have watched f- four five hour long movies, and it did not feel as long as this. <clears throat> so. Johnny is a successful banker who lives happily in a San Francisco townhouse with his fiancée, Lisa. One day, inexplicably, she gets bored with him and decides to, to seduce his best friend, Mark. From there, nothing will be the same ever Is that really again. what IMDb says? That's really what it says. I mean, I didn't write all that. <laughs> That's surprisingly detailed, because normally it's just, like, uh, very vague. Yeah, I don't know why it was so... um, IMDb gets... They're not consistent. Um, But by the way, I I feel a need to say this right here, that although the movie is called The Room, like, many important scenes happen in different... It's not like a movie that takes place in one... that's one of my questions. (laughs) The room does not make any sense. It doesn't. In every sense of the... (laughs) It doesn't. (sighs) Are you seeing what I typed? Well, I'm just seeing what what we have coming up. (laughs) But go ahead. How things met or didn't meet your expectations. All I wrote was, Worst movie ever made. All caps. Well, it, it was... What it 
is... <laughs> All copies of this movie should be burned. I feel that strongly about it. Wow. Now, wait a minute here. <laughs> Did you see my stars? I, now, the format of this podcast, we're not supposed to look at each other's screens. We're just supposed to let things unfold. And I just saw your your opinion of this movie in stars. Would I, you like... I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Okay, it looks like she might pass out, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Please stand by. Okay, two things. (laughs) She's crying. (laughs) You're crying. (laughs) She's literally, she's wiping tears from her eyes. So, two (laughs) things. You're trying to tell me that you're not having fun right now? I have to count the number of zeros. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine zeros. Okay, so point zero 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 one percent. And if you tell me this movie was better than Grease Two, <laughs> then no. You liked at least one thing about Grease Two. No, I liked half of it. I did like half of it. So and you gave that point one two five. Yeah. So this is fair. Hmm. Look, I'm not like I think your stars are measured in microns, I believe. <laughs> At that point, there's a way, when you're talking about the world of the very small, there's a way to do that notation where instead of like, you can't say 9,000 star, uh, 9,000 zeros in a row. There's right. a way that like, that notation is written. to the negative fifth or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. If... I almost was going to ask you if we could give it an honorary zero because it is just a terrible movie. But it's not, he's not, as far as we know, not criminal. Like, negative stars, we've decided, are for criminals. Literally criminals. Wait, when did we decide that? Like, for example, uh-huh. uh, Roman Polanski movies. Right, yes. If you are probably guilty of a crime. Like, you can't return to the United States because you'll be arrested. Because you'll be arrested, yeah. Then you get Then you get negative stars. stars. Sorry, I don't mean to... I don't mean to bring down this... this fun episode. Um, No, um, so, yeah. .0000000001 stars. So, like just the, just like a dot in a star. So, was your TV guide summary? <laughs> for, see, this is uh, the format of this show. Just doesn't make it any doesn't sense. work for this movie because it's so terrible. So, so I did start to interrupt you when you were giving your. So at least Tom, uh, jo- Johnny, because it's so different from Tommy, Tommy Johnny. Anyway. <clears throat> Tommy is at least rich in this movie. True. Like, the character is at least rich. True. Okay. That's true. So You didn't um, get that right. Would you like to hear other things that I wrote down before you told me this was the worst movie ever made? Which, again, was within seven minutes of us turning this on. Go ahead. Is this a bad porn? You thought that I was goofing on you. Are you pranking me with yes. this movie yes. right now? You thought I was actually pranking you. Yes. 
What the fuck <gasps> is this music? Because, like, there's just bad acting, and then in a couple of minutes, there's, like... There were three sex scenes in 25 minutes. <laughs> I paused it after the third sex scene so I could see how long it had been... Three sex scenes in 25 minutes, and how long was the movie? 99 minutes? Yes. Look, I like sex as much as the next gal. <laughs> but I don't like <clears throat> bad sex multiple times on the screen. So... He didn't even know what he was doing. Yeah, it didn't... It looked... I, I, we don't need to describe what it looked like he was... It didn't look like he understood the anatomy of a female. True. Exactly. Must have skipped his anatomy class in high school. Wow. Let's see. Oh, can we talk about the dialogue that was clearly recorded later, and it just made everything sound so fake, even, even worse <laughs> than what it was. Because it took me a while to fit. I don't think I really realized it until you said, oh, all the audio was recorded later, because it sounded the like just... Oh, it just sounded like a really bad porn. The whole, <laughs> the whole movie was essentially made by amateurs. So all of the on-set dialogue had to be completely thrown away, and then everything was done uh, later. And sometimes mouths are not moving at There's the right. There's no ambient noise. Yeah, it is. It, it's like disturbingly quiet. Yeah, so they would be like... On the roof! And there's no yeah, noise. Yeah, <laughs> Has uh, Tommy Wiseau ever been in something that was not written and directed and produced and whatevered by him? Now, I believe he was in, like, a Ninja 4 something or another recently. Like Recently? Not, yeah. He, I mean, he still gets work after this movie? Well, what happens is people... He, he's become this joke and people... Oh. Now, <clears throat> now he says, like, oh, yeah, I meant it to be, like, this funny thing. Ha, ha, ha. But it, that's just not. Did it get a Razzie? It's just not true. No, I think they stopped doing the Razzies after uh, this movie was made. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Real quick, there's a great book about this movie that's way, way better Anything is better than this movie. So the guy who plays Mark. Um, oh, yeah. What's his uh, name? The guy who plays Mark. I mean, movie. he was about 5,000% better looking than Tommy Wiseau. It's true. <clears throat> like, Tommy was just such... Or, no, Johnny was such a creep. And he's like... Everything he said, he followed it up with some like weird, creepy laugh. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and <clears throat> it it didn't it it was as if Johnny didn't understand what was being said, even though the even though he wrote the whole thing, it was as if he didn't understand what he was what he was responding to or saying. And he didn't emote or anything. He said the same lines in the same like. If he was angry, it sounded the same. If he was sad, it sounded the same. If he was about to have sex with her, it sounded the same. Like, there was no difference in anything he said. It was all just, like, the same. 
You know what? It was kind of like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, but worse. Right. So, so just kind of robotic. So Tommy Wiseau is he never wanted to explain to anyone where he was from or what his real name was or what his real age was or where his money came from. He wanted to be this mysterious man, right? So, wait, with his long, dark hair, is he going for, like, a vampire vibe or something? It's often been described as a vampire. And he, he like, dyes his hair the same color Clearly. that... Clearly. The, the same color that Ronald Reagan dyed his hair. Yes. All the way through his 80s. Right. So, <clears throat> Tommy... Uh, Wizzo is Wizzo, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's French for bird or the bird, something like that. Um, and he speaks French, but he's actually Polish. But he tries to hide the, the, the fact that he's Polish. Um, his money, it, it's never clear exactly where his money comes from. There's lots of different theories out there about his, how he has... He the actor's money, not... He the actor. Uh-huh. Tommy... Tommy the actor mm-hmm. put six million dollars of his own money into this movie. He put, I'm not sure how much amount of money into this movie. He thought it would be so great all the way through production, all the way, the whole time he thought it would be so great that he would definitely get an Oscar. So he put up his own money to keep it in theaters for a total of two weeks because that is that is the amount that's required to be eligible for an Oscar. See, my reaction is totally bad podcasting because I'm just shaking my head you like are? I can't believe it. You're letting I just me can't believe it. You're letting me. I'm looking my up thought. if they if the room. You finish your thought. I'm looking up if the room got a Razzie. So Greg uh, Greg Sestero wrote a great book. About this movie and the James Franco movie called *The Disaster Artist* is a, is based on Greg's book, and it's about the making of *The Room*, both the book and James uh, James Franco's movie. And what a was the *Disaster Artist*? The *Disaster Artist*. And Greg Greg Sestero does he do, he reads the audiobook the audiobook is very impressive he does this impression of Tommy Wiseau mm-hmm. so every time Tommy is speaking he does this impression of Tommy <laughs> so Tommy kept trying to shed his accent so his accent isn't really a polish accent it's not really there it, there's there's no one who speaks exactly like Tommy does so there's something of um there's a xenophobic thing that I worry about uh-huh. when I watch this movie and when people make fun of it because it's like, oh, are they making fun of a person who, a non-English speaker? Right. Not to get all serious about it. No, I was going to ask about that. But yeah, so it it bothers me a little bit. But like, he just has this ego where like, he doesn't care, like, he's just going to power through and... I don't know. I think this transcends xenophobia because it's not like it's not like I'm making fun of this gentleman because of his accent. Like the accent is like besides the point. He feels like he's this brilliant actor, writer, director. He thought that when people saw that scene that you totally forgot of him killing him. 
I shouldn't be laughing about suicide, but like he, as you know, I try to pay attention. So the fact that it completely forgot it, it just says you so do, much about this movie. You do. You take notes. You pay attention. Like when you see me falling asleep during movies that you want me to watch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, he thought that that would just like blow everybody's minds. Mm-hmm. He thought that it would legitimately be like he's so he's so into his own head and his own like I think we're dealing more with this is more with dealing with this man's ego yeah than anything else I agree so like but yeah I do worry about the xenophobic I think like aspect. if people if people are making fun of his accent or um you know where he's from or whatever that that lands in the area of xenophobic, but if they're saying like you are, like you can critique without being xenophobic. Right. Um, some people are gonna, you know, swing at the low hanging fruit and that's terrible for them. Right. Right. Um but yeah, I think I think there's plenty of valid criticism to be said about Mr. Oh, Tommy Wiseau. Abs- <laughs> abs- absolutely. Like like the um it's not his accent isn't funny. It's his inability to emote. Like, someone with an accent can emote, and it doesn't get in... Like, I can still I can still see some real emotion. Right. Like, when like when Tommy goes, You're tearing me apart, Lisa! Oh, my God. It was so unbelievable. Not unbelievable, like, and astounding, but, like, I did not believe was- anything that he was saying. It was... Now, do you know what he was going for? Was he trying to be like, um, you can't leave me like that sort of? No, it's a very specific scene in a specific movie. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I don't mean well, to put then you on the spot. Me. I'm sorry. That's okay. But it's from uh, Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean. Oh, I don't I know don't, if you ever saw. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh. We just ruined that movie. But anyway, we could watch the movie. And this still wouldn't ruin it completely. But there's this scene where, like, he's drunk. Uh, James um, uh, James Dean's character is drunk. And people are, like, yelling at him. And he's like, there's this real emotional thing. And he just starts, he just, at one point, he just, like, explodes with emotion. And he goes, you're tearing me apart! And yeah. so that is why. No. <laughs> that is why, well... <laughs> Are you arguing with me? That is why that, that I believe you. line is in the movie. It's still terrible. <sighs> so, James Franco received Oscar attention for the imitation of this man making the worst movie ever made. That's ridiculous. I couldn't find it on the Razzies website. Razzies, if people don't know, it's the Golden Raspberry. It's the It's the awards that sort quote awards that's She's like doing the air opposite of the Oscars where it's like the worst everything <laughs> and so every year they I was looking through the 2000 section to see if the room was in there but it, it wasn't ah <laughs> oh. do you have more I mean I are you ready to wrap this up <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say, but I, I'm done with what I had written down. So I just want to say real briefly that there is... So this movie does have like a cult following along the level of uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I just cannot even believe... I mean, I believe you, but I cannot believe that. 
this movie sucks so much more than Rocky Horror Picture Show. So all of the artwork on the... Just to give an example, like... Uh, like so in Rocky Horror Picture Show, when they clink glasses and they're toasting, uh-huh. people throw bread at the screen. Right. Like, uh-huh. th- there's, like, things you need to bring with you. Right. So, I don't... You probably didn't notice. You probably didn't notice, but in the room, in the movie The Room, almost all the artwork hanging up is, like, spoon-related for some reason, and it's never explained, and it's just ridiculous. Nothing is explained. Nothing is explained. So people bring plastic spoons with them and throw spoons... I should throw rotten tomatoes at it. There's a whole list that we may or may not link to on our website to all of the different fan, uh, fan, I'm doing air quotes, uh, all the fan participation things, but I won't go through those right now. So, I guess just two more things, because she's staring at me and I'm getting uncomfortable. So just two more things. This movie was recorded mm-hmm. at the exact same time with a specially designed rig just for this movie because no one shoots a movie this way. It was shot in both 35mm and HD at the exact same time. How, how does that work? I don't know a lot about filmmaking. So there's literally a plastic, like a, like a rig, I don't know if it's plastic or metal, that two cameras could sit on the same. Oh. On the, <laughs> on the on the same tripod and capture the capture what was happening. I'm not sure if it was a tripod. Again, it was a specially built rig, just to shoot two things at the same time. Uh, let's see. So Arrested Development, the mm-hmm. television show, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Yes. I believe we watched it together. Is yes. that right? Mm-hmm. So one of the memorable scenes is when each of the each of the family members do their own uh, imitation of a chicken. Uh-huh. And I believe uh almost called her Mallory. <laughs> I almost called her Mallory. She's also an archer. Right. Uh, Jessica Walters? Wa- yes. Waters. Walters, Walters, I think. Like I don't have a computer, I can't look it up right here. Um she, I believe, goes, a doodle-doodle-doo, a doodle-doodle-doo. <laughs> Jessica then, Walter. Jessica Walter. There's another one. Well, anyway, we could probably put that audio in so you don't have to listen to me do all of them. Well, I, I'll put the, um, the link on the website because you have to get the visual, too. That's true. It is a visual thing. But I'm just, um, what I'm talking about is basically just the... Um, there's lots of strange ways that Tommy, the writer, decided to write things. So when he's he impersonates a chicken, I think a couple of times, and he goes, "Oh yeah," he goes, "Cheap, cheap, cheap." When he's he wants to fight Mark or something, <laughs> and, and he he's like, "Oh, are him. you chicken?" I do a little do. Ka 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 ka, ka 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 ka. Like, have you ever seen a chicken in your life? Has have any of you in this family ever seen a chicken? <laughs> oh, there are many things that makes this horrible movie great, but I will, I will stop. Nothing talk. makes this horrible movie great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doesn't okay. making fun of it kind of make it? 
We have been laughing a lot during this podcast. I never want to watch that movie again. Oh, I'm not saying that we should. I'm just saying that there's lots of... Oh, God. Like, at one point, Mark says, poor, poor Greg Sestero has to say, I don't want... Something about... Uh, you can you can put your opinions in your pocket. Oh God, that was so ridiculous. Like, uh, so that reminds me. Like, uh, uh, Tommy Wiseau was not interested in anyone like changing his dialogue in any way. Oh my God! Like he was one. Like there are some directors uh, who are very precise about things. <laughs> like, uh, like Kubrick. Kubrick was very, very precise about everything, and, like, nothing was... There's no ad-libbing, or, well, I shouldn't say no ad-libbing, but you could make some things up, but, like, everything needed to be planned, and the script was very important, and Tommy was, uh... Tommy was the same way. Anyway. So the Bechtel test... Surprisingly, it passes. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's right. That's right. Because of the mother and Lisa, right? So let me read you what the, mother... the what the actual website, the Bechtel test website says. <laughs> it well, doesn't say just please stop watching this. It movie. should. While most dialogue centers around the relationship of Lisa and Johnny, Lisa and her mother Claudette briefly talk about Claudette's real estate problems, failed relationships, and breast cancer. Lisa and her friend Michelle talk about preparations for an upcoming birthday party. Wasn't that birthday party for Johnny, though? Isn't that the one where he kills himself later? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, well, her and her mom talk. Wow. But I hated their relationship, too. Because they're like, she's like, you should stay with Johnny because he makes a lot of money. He makes a lot of money, yeah. Well, Mom, I'm not happy. Uh, well, that doesn't matter. He makes a lot of money. And they were, they couldn't emote either. Maybe it was Tommy Wiseau directing them to not emote because that's do what he not, does. Do not express emotion. Oh, my Lord. So, uh, do you want to just stop the podcast now? <laughs> or? So, are there any pop culture references that you now understand? No, because everybody wants to forget the worst movie ever made. Again, I could tell... We could drive to a theater now and watch it. We'd have to wait no. until mid. We'd no. have to wait. That's not something we could do. <laughs> we could. Are you gonna physically restrain me from doing? I'm this? gonna physically restrain myself from going. So, um, what would be? <laughs> so, a question we usually ask in this podcast <laughs> is, "What would be different with today's technology?" We're just gonna pass that because I don't care. I don't care what people think of me. I don't care. I don't care. So, there's nothing left to discuss now. (laughs) I'm sorry. This movie was so terrible. Again, we've been laughing a lot. Okay. (laughs) So, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Rough transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at waityouneverseen.com or on Facebook and Twitter under waityns, and you can email us at waityouneverseen at gmail.com. Leave, uh, leave us some feedback and let us know if uh, you think Jenny should leave me. 
because I made her watch this movie. Or suggestions for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching The Room again. So, go ahead and write in that yes, I will leave. <laughs> so we'll be watching the very first episode of Game of Thrones just in time for the eighth and final season premiere. Dun, 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 dun. Thanks for listening.